Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. This show is sponsored once again by our friends at Manscaped. I'm your host, Tom Pitkin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Again, we've got a full fixture list across all four leagues, so we're going to do what we always do. We're going to look at Premier League Championship, League One, League Two, picking out our betting highlights. Uh, there's plenty to sink our teeth into. Quick recap on last week. Yeah, pretty tough old week, wasn't it? But, um, you know, we go again this week where hopefully we can bring you more winning travels, more winning bets. We've been doing very well on uh, Twitter during the week, yeah. haven't we, Tom? Five out of six tips, four out of five tips. Yeah, a new thing that we brought in this season because there's, there's so many midweek fixtures, obviously, because of the condensed scheduling. Uh, we've been putting some tips out on Twitter. Follow us at T underscore FB podcast if you're not doing it already. But yeah, uh, five out of six one night and I think one out of or two out of four the other night. It was uh, it was pretty good going. So fingers crossed. You know, as I said this before, as the games are flooding in, you know, more games happen and you get more of an idea about sides. So hopefully, you know, there's uh, a lot more profit to come. Exactly. So we shall go straight into the Premier League then and look through this week's tips. Um, we'll kick off with Villa Leeds. It's the Friday night game. It's at eight o'clock. Villa, as we know, still unbeaten. Four wins on the spin. Second in the league. Leeds in 10th. Uh, Villa 13 to 10. Draw 12 to 5. Leeds 2 to 1. Do you fall on either side here or is this more of one where, you know, both teams are very capable of winning? Not sure which way it's going to go on the day. I think that's right. I think both teams have been really impressive this season. Obviously, Aston Villa will grab the headlines. They're currently in second position at the time of recording. I think probably what's been the most impressive about both of these sides is their defensive capabilities. Leeds have been a little bit more gung-ho, but Aston Villa have been fantastic so far defensively. I'm looking at under 2.5 goals, 11 to 10. That's not to say that this won't be a good game. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, but I think it will be under 2.5 goals. Aston Villa, you know, as I mentioned, defensively great. Leeds, I think they lack a, just a tiny bit of spark going forward. Um, and I think both of that will result in, you know, a, a one nil, nil nil, maybe one one either side. But I, I'm not expecting any more than two goals. Yeah. Okay. And you know, we love a little bit of a historical stat on this show, and you'll probably be pleased to know that seven of the last eight meetings between the two sides have been under two point five goals as well. So, you know, historically, backs up your tip. But you completely agree in the present day with the, with what you're saying around the two sides as well. Um, moving into Saturday then, first game is West Ham United against Manchester City. West Ham 13-2, the draw 4-1 and City 4-11. Wow, um, I'm sure West Ham are going to be buoyed by their three-goal comeback against Spurs last weekend, which, you know, 15 minutes to go, did not see that coming at all. The Spurs want any custard with their crumble. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, I do think City will win this game. 4-11. to 11. They should just have too much quality for West Ham. But 4-11 uh, to 11 for City still scares me. Does it scare you? A little bit. A little bit. I mean, we love a bit of history. 
don't we, Tom, on the podcast? We do. Uh, you have to go back to the 19th of September 2015 for West Ham's last win over Manchester City. This is in all competitions. Tom, do you know how many games Man City are unbeaten against West Ham and how many of those have been wins? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Just, you just looked it up yes. while she speak to me. 11 wins in a row. <laughs> 11 wins in a row and 12 unbeaten. That does include two friendlies. So we'll take those out. Uh, those are two <laughs> wins. But still, the rest of it is Premier League and FA Cup. So the yeah. record is absolutely wretched against City. That That's dreadful, man. And 20 consecutive games um, without a West Ham clean sheet as well against Manchester. It's a horror show. <laughs> However, uh, they're coming into this, as you said, Tom, on the back of a real positive result. They've had a really good season. They actually come into this uh, above Man City in the table. Uh, they are mm. ninth and City are 11th. Obviously, it's early days, but West Ham have had a really good start. Uh, I like both teams to score four to seven. I think uh, West Ham have shown that they can hit the back of the net. And I also like Man City to win and both teams to score. That's seven to five. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's a, that's a decent price. Let's, you know, if we like both teams to score, we think City are heavy favourites to win and based on that record. So they should be. Um, so let's throw them together and get a good price out of it. Seven to five. I'm on board with that. Lovely. Uh, Fulham Palace then is our three o'clock kickoff. Fulham seven to four, the draw eleven to five, and Palace eight to five. Uh, it's a good chance this is for Fulham to get some points on the board actually, because Palace haven't been great in recent weeks. Um, since beating Manchester United three one back on the nineteenth of September, so just over a month ago. Um, they've lost against Everton, but got panned by Chelsea and then played really poorly last weekend against Brighton. Um, just trying to remember the stat off the top of my head, but I think it was for the first time since Premier League stats were recorded that a team uh, scored from their only shot on target that was a penalty or something like that. And that mm-hmm. was uh, when Palace scored their penalty against Brighton last week. So offered very little going forward. So for Fulham, this is a kind of out-of-sorts Palace side, and it offers a great opportunity to kind of get some points on the board, finally get their first win back in the league. I don't trust them to do it, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, 7-4, to four, if you do fancy Fulham, is a decent price. But personally, I, I'm just not going to touch it. I'm going to go pumpkin picking. <laughs> Make sure you get your birds, put it on Instagram. No, honestly, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I have no interest in this game from a gambling perspective at all. <laughs> okay, then let's uh, look at Manchester United against Chelsea, where I'm going to make sure I'm back from pumpkin picking for this one. Uh, <laughs> seven to five for Man U, twelve to five for the draw. Chelsea nine to five. So whichever way you fall on this, if you go for a result, you're getting a good price. I don't feel sold. On Manchester United, even though they did, they did beat PSG in the week away, fantastic result. You know, Ole's saying we've got our form back. I don't quite, I'm not on board with that yet. And Chelsea, 
threw away a lead three times last weekend against Southampton, uh, came back in midweek with a good 0-0 against Sevilla. I would actually look at both teams to score, I think, rather than a result for me. 1-2 to two is the price. It's not the best, but we know both of these sides have got defensive frailties and that's uh, what we're going off here. Very good in attack, more than capable. Both teams are scoring goals defensively, um, weaker and can be, both can be got at. So both teams to score, I think. Manchester United's last home win was on the 4th of July, home to Bournemouth. Uh, they have gone six games without a win at home. Away from home, they've been great. Uh, you know, obviously they're coming off the back of the PSG result. Uh, they're coming off the back of beating Newcastle 4-1. Before that, it was 3-0 against Brighton, then 3-2 against Brighton. Obviously, the Brighton games, United were um, tested a lot more than the scoreline suggests. But at home, they've been really, really poor. And I'm wondering if, if, if Old Trafford has something to do with it. I'm not sure if you know the onus is on them a little bit more to attack teams, etc. And they're vulnerable on the break. We all know that they like to use the the pace of Rashford and Greenwood and Martial and James on the counter attack. Maybe it just doesn't suit them being the kind of the team to kind of go after uh, their opponents. So I'm going to go out on a whim here, and I'm going to say Chelsea. Chelsea mm-hmm. to win and both teams to score is fifteen to four. I really like that price. Chelsea nine to five on the nose. I really like that price. It's pretty much the battle of the top heavy teams. So it's whose bad defense will come out on top. Uh, by all accounts, Chelsea defended really well against Sevilla in midweek. So I'm going for the Blues at nine to five. Okay, nice, no, good price, isn't it? Chelsea nine to five. Yes. But, you know, Old Trafford should be a fortress. Should be. Should be I remember remember growing up in the Fergie years, you no one got a result there. But uh no. times no. have changed, Tom. They have indeed. Uh and times could potentially change for Liverpool. One to five to beat Sheffield United though this weekend. Six to one for the draw, ten to one for Sheffield United to get the win. Um Liverpool's first Premier League game without Virgil van Dijk since his injury. Um one to five. For the win for Liverpool, do you think? Yeah, not. I'm going nowhere near one to five. I think they'll win, but I'm just not going to bet on that for that price. Yeah, I, I have no idea why you would. Uh, things could be changing for Sheffield United as well if they don't get their don't get into gear soon. They're an absolute shadow of what they were last season, and I am deeply concerned for the Blades. We've mentioned it probably the last four shows in a row. Uh, it's not going to change here. Um, one to five Liverpool, they'll win. No, no idea why you'd bet on it at all. Yep. So we move on to Sunday then. Southampton Everton. Southampton nineteen to ten. The draw five to two, and Everton thirteen to ten. Um, I feel like this is another game where I'm a bit. I'm kind of getting splinters in my backside again because. Mm-hmm. Everton have had a fantastic start, but you know Southampton are now showing they've got a bit more about them as well after it, after their dodgy start. Two wins and then that really creditable 3-0 draw at Stamford Bridge last weekend. So 
Um, I'm going to just go both teams to score, I think, here. I'm going to take that route out and say 8-13, to 13, both teams to score. We've seen that, you know, Southampton-Chelsea game personifies it perfectly because able to score three, but also, you know, weaker at the back conceding three. Everton, we know going up front, James Rodriguez, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, they're bound to get goals. Um, but again, at the back, they can be got at. It seems like so many teams this season seem to be very good going forward, but much weaker at the back, uh, which is why both teams to score, I think, is probably a safer bet than coming down on either side. Yeah, I'm going to go with Everton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Everton. Just because, <clears throat> just because if you look in the Premier League, uh, they obviously beat West Brom. 2-0 in their last home game in the Premier League. Second or third worst team in the league, up for debate. Previously before that, their last win was against Sheffield United. That was when Sheffield... I think that was actually the last game of the season. Sheffield United had it all wrapped up. Before then, you have to go back to a 1-0 win over Man City, which was the 5th of July. So... They've, they've actually been pretty patchy and pretty poor at home. They've also mm. lost at home to Brentford in the Carabao Cup in that time. They've drew to Brighton. Uh, they've lost 5-2 to Tottenham. They, they just haven't been overly convincing for me. I do like where, where you're coming from with the both teams to score, for sure. But I think Everton, 13-10. I'm going to keep riding this wave until it dies down, basically. Um, yeah, I'm going for the Toffees. Fair enough. Uh, great price as well if you do fancy them. Just to add a bit more meat to the both teams to score seven consecutive goals between Southampton and Everton across all competitions have been both teams to score. So a little bit extra for that one as well. Yeah, and I think when Ings and Calvert-Lewin are on the same pitch, it's, uh, it's only going to end one way, isn't it? And that's with goals. Definitely, definitely. So Wolves against Newcastle then is our next game. Eight to eleven for Wolves, five to two for the draw, four to one for Newcastle. Uh, if Wolves are back on track, which you know potentially their last two games suggest they are, a very creditable one 0 win away at Leeds and uh, an expected one 0 win at home to Fulham. But you know if they're back, keeping clean sheets, keeping solid like we know they are then they should win this one at 8-11 to 11 fairly comfortably. It's not the best price, is it? No, it's not really. I'd, it's a bit tight. I think I'd want, I'd want a bit more evens. Yeah, yeah. I think Wolves will win, but I'm a little bit disappointed with the price. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal-Leicester, 17-20 um, for Arsenal, 11-4 for the draw, 29-10. For Leicester, uh, where do you think this one's going to go? Well, Leicester have just lost their way a little bit, haven't they? They're, they're facing back-to-back games in which they haven't scored. They haven't scored in three of their last four. They've lost at home to West Ham. That was very unexpected at the time. They lost at home to Aston Villa. That was very unexpected as well. I think I'm going to go for Arsenal. I think despite losing to Man City, they showed enough. 
Um, at home, typically, they are very strong. They've already beaten Sheffield United, West Ham. Um, I know that's not, you know, the creme de la creme, but they've already kind of won what's in front of them at the Emirates this season. I expect it to continue. Arsenal, 17-20. It's a decent price as well. Yeah, and no, there's, there's doubts over Jamie Vardy's fitness for this game as well. So that's obviously another big negative against Leicester. Yeah, that's um, massive. And the recent games between these two sides at the Emirates tend to have gone the way of Arsenal. Six out of the last seven meetings have been won by Arsenal at the Emirates. So uh, it's not been a particularly happy hunting ground for the Foxes in recent years. And it doesn't make them a bad side. They've they've just lost their way a little bit, that's all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's move on to Monday's games then. We've got two again on Monday. First one is Brighton against West Brom. Uh, five to six for Brighton, eleven to four for the draw, three to one for West Brom. Uh, I feel like Brighton are a little bit short again here, like with Wolves. I'd have liked a bit more, but I do think they have enough to beat West Brom. I feel like at the moment they're a team who are they're probably playing better than their results and their position in the league, which is sixteen, suggests. Um, and I think it's a fantastic opportunity to get another win here. Just kind of push themselves a little bit further away from that relegation threat and pack. Yeah, I I like West Brom. Uh, I've mentioned before, big fan of the Grady, uh, Dean Garner, Matty Pereira duo. Uh, that always gets me going, and it does always get me thinking. Uh, but I think I'm going to go for under 2.5 goals, uh, which is evens. I think both are, I mean, more pay is the big kind of sore thumb in this theory. Uh, but I feel like both sides are a little bit short on attacking quality. I think if Brighton don't have Trossard on form, they struggle to create. And I think West Brom can create chances from those wide guys. Um, but putting the ball in the back of the net and midfield and fullback support is lacking. So I'd go under 2.5 at evens. Okay, nice. And then finally, Burnley against Spurs. Uh, Burnley 9-2, the draw 11-4. Tottenham 8-13. You'd think, um, looking at how games have gone this season, the contrasting forms between the two sides, uh, Burnley in 18th, played four, lost three, drew one. Um, Spurs 8-13 would win this. I obviously throwing away a 3-0 lead in the last like 15 or so minutes against West Ham isn't great. But up until that point, they were such good value for their lead. Could have been more than the three. Um, I don't think there'll be a hangover from that. Probably helps that they've got a European game in between to kind of shake off a few cobwebs and to get it out of the system a little bit and get back to winning ways, probably. Uh, and yeah, eight to thirteen. I think for Spurs is what I'd be going for here. Totally agree. Uh, quick question, Tom: Can Tottenham win the league? Uh, no, no, not if they can't keep clean sheets. Okay. Do you think they could? No, no. I said at the start of the season, I didn't really fancy them. They've done a lot better than I thought they would. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm still not convinced that they are that kind of material. Anyway, 
Yeah. Tom, move on. Uh, let's talk about our friends at Manscaped. Autumn is in the air and Manscaped is here to ensure that you don't carve your pumpkins when you're grooming. Uh, by pumpkins, <laughs> we mean your boys downstairs. Um, Manscaped is on a mission to actually change the way that men and, I don't know, women as well, uh, care for their downstairs area. So as sponsors of the podcast, they have provided us with a 20% discount code and free shipping with the code FBP. 20. So just enter that into the checkout. Uh, they are available in Australia, Canada, US, the UK, etc, etc. So head on over to manscaped.com and enjoy grooming your balls. Enjoy <laughs> grooming your balls. <laughs> you, can take, you, can, Brilliant. you can take that bit out if you want, but essentially that's what it is. <laughs> Brilliant! Like the uh, the products are fantastic, <laughs> and I completely agree. Um, completely changes your uh, grooming experience. Um, okay, so let's move on then to championship. It's a big one to get us started oh, off with. It's a huge one, yes. Yeah. So let's get started with the big game uh, of the league this weekend. It's Millwall against Barnsley. Millwall, Barnsley, my God. The, Just kidding. <laughs> the disrespect to the biggest biggest derby game in world football. We're talking East Midlands derby. We're talking Nottingham Forest. We're talking Derby County. Friday night at the city ground. It should be an absolutely cracking game if there were fans. Such a shame. I don't know if any derby fans actually listen to this show, but we are probably very biased. So they they probably switched off if they did listen to the 100%, show. 100%, they don't listen. <laughs> but um, I do think Forrest, a very good value to get the win this weekend. 19 to 20 uh, is the price for Forrest to beat Derby. And I'm just looking at a few things for the reasons why I think we'll win. One, they've not beaten us at the city ground since 2012, which is fantastic for us. Two, They've not beaten us in any competition since 2017. Derby are in horrific form right now. In 22nd in the league, uh, played six, won one, lost five, scored two, conceded ten, uh, which is the second highest number of goals conceded in the league and the second lowest number of goals scored in the league. And uh, thirdly, I don't think they're going to have Wayne Rooney either, who is kind of their talisman because of coronavirus um, self-isolation. So... I feel like everything is kind of against Derby right now. They're in poor form. They don't perform well against Forest in recent years. Um, and Forest are kind of getting that little bit of a new manager bounce, aren't we, as well, with uh, Chris Hewton coming in. So I don't know what you think, but 19-20 to 20 for Forest. I know I'm biased, but I think we can definitely get the win here. There is a Twitter account I encourage people to follow, at Since Derby. And this is days since Derby County beat Nottingham Forest. Uh, at the time of recording, we're on Wednesday, 21st of October. We're on 1,102 days since <laughs> Derby beat Forest. Uh, just wanted to get that in there. Big shout out. That's probably one of my favorite Twitter accounts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, in terms of Forest, got a really good win against Blackburn. Uh, followed that up with a draw against Rotherham. 
obviously being a Forest fan, watched the game. Uh, penalty was really unlucky, to be honest. Cyrus Christie slipped. It happens and then tried to get up and there was a bit of a coming together and that, that's all it was. I, I thought it was a penalty. Um, that's not what I'm disputing. Yeah. I'm just saying the nature of it wasn't you know, bad defending. It wasn't a stupid handball. It wasn't anything like that. I, I don't blame Forrest for conceding yeah. that penalty. These things happen. That could have happened on the halfway line, uh, Christie slipping over. Apart from that, Rotherham didn't really attack at all. And Forrest could have won this game 5-1. Uh, it did take them to go a goal down to get into gear. Uh, but the last half an hour was just chance after chance after chance. Uh, Lewis Graben missing an open goal pretty much summed it up. But I think everything that you said, Tom, about Derby being bad is true. I also think that Forrest have been impressive both against Blackburn and Rotherham. Um, so, yeah, 19-20. to 20. Don't be scared of the Friday night game this week. I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, hopefully we'll be okay. Fingers crossed. And uh, I always feel like it's good value for someone to chuck in a red card as well. Yeah. Derby. Yeah. Price, I don't have that to hand. But... Possibly, possibly less likely without the uh, without fans. However, uh, mm. certainly if you can find the uh, market for that, it's something I would be interested in. Player to yeah. be sent off. I only have players. I don't have yes or no. Uh, okay. Samba Sao and Toby Figueredo are favourites at 20 to 1, if you're wondering. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, let's move on from uh, Forest Derby and have a look at the other games we've got in the Championship this weekend. Any that kind of take your fancy from the outset? Well, from the outset, uh, I think I'm going to be looking at Millwall against Barnsley. Millwall. Are playing against a Barnsley team, haven't won in the last six games. They seem a long, long way away from the kind of miracle great escape under Gerhard Struber, who has left for he's left Barnsley for New York. In terms of football, not sure if that's the right decision. In terms of uh, location and how he gets to live his life, I'm sure he's very happy. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> He is well. He he's gone. Sorry, Barnsley are coming off the back of two 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 draws, creditable two two draws. Uh, Bristol City and Stoke, but they're coming up against a Millwall side that have won their last two games. Um, the Wickham result is sort of impressive. They came from behind. The Luton result is more impressive. I I, I like Luton this season. That they're, they're tough to play against. And previously, before those two games, they uh, came close to upsetting Swansea on their own patch, which not many sides will do this season. I'm going to go for the Lions. They're priced at 23-20 to 20 for the win. Okay. Yeah, I had the one down myself. Completely agree. Um, I'm going to look at the game between Bristol City and Swansea. So these two sides have played out 10 consecutive games uh, that have been under 2.5 goals. So naturally, I'm looking at the market for for an 11th under 2.5 goal match in a row. 8 to 11 is the price for this one to be under 2.5. That's what I'm going to go for solely based on previous games between the two. Nice. Love it. I'm moving on to Carra Road. Um, I'm not going to spend much time on this. It's Norwich Wickham. 
apart from maybe Bournemouth. I'm not sure. I haven't seen financial accounts for these sides, but I'm guessing Norwich and Wickham is pretty much the two opposite ends of the financial scale in the championship. The Canaries are priced at two to seven. It would be very comfortable. Wickham, a hefty eight to one for the upset. Mm, massive. I don't think Wickham will get battered. Um, they won't get you know, battered. I don't, think, I don't think Norwich can batter anyone at the moment. No. It, it will no. come. It will come. But right now, they're not in battering mood, I don't think. <laughs> hmm. um, okay. Nothing else, really, I don't think, from the championship from myself. No, I mean, Huddersfield attempting the 9-5 to five and, you know, they're unbeaten in four. They're playing against a Preston side that have won one in their last five. But I took a look at Huddersfield's results a little closer. Uh, it all started with a 1-0 win over Forest. That was under Lamushi. That probably looks better than it was. Um, Forest mm-hmm. were all over the place. They drew to Rotherham. They beat uh, Swansea away from home. All the credit to them. They deserve to win that game. And then they beat Derby at home. Again, another team in a little bit of a mess. So, possible 9-5 to five, uh, Huddersfield tip. My advice is to wait maybe one or two more games just to see where they're at. Yeah. Um, for me, I'd look at this game as well, but Preston's away form has been actually pretty decent uh, this season. The home form has been really, really poor. But away, they've done all right. Uh, beat Derby in the EFL Cup away. Drew Tour with Norwich. Beat Brentford 4-2. And uh, beat QPR 2-0. So they've scored at least two in every away game so far this season. And they've, they've beaten and drew some pretty decent sides there in, in Brentford and Norwich. So I kind of shied away from this one yeah. because of that. 100%. Great advice. Right. Uh, no more championship then. Let's look at League One. Yeah, let's get us started in League One then with the team that I actually had to win the league. It hasn't really started off that way. Uh, Charlton Athletic are in 11th position away to North... Sorry? They're not going to win the league. (laughs) They might do. They might do. Anyway, anyway, they've had a takeover. They've got a couple of new players in. Um, they're on. They're on the. They're going in the right direction. Put it that way. And I think Charlton, to be honest, are probably just grateful that they've got a club to support at the moment. It got pretty desperate. Uh, they're playing against the Northampton side that had that new, you know, new season kind of freshly promotion bounce for maybe two games. It's been really tough since they did win their last game against Swindon, but I think this will be a bridge too far. Uh, you're looking at a Charlton side that have won three of the last four and not lost in any of the last four games. Uh, I am tipping the Addicts on the road at seven to five. Okay. Uh, for me, I'm going to look at Doncaster against Crew, and that's Doncaster to get the victory. They're on a really good run of form with Doncaster. It's seen them propelled to sixth in the league four wins in the last five games. Uh, I'm not saying crew are a bad side because they're not, but I think they'll finish comfortably in a steady mid-table position here. But I'm more going off how good Doncaster have been recently. And they've been beating good sides as well. You know, one win away at Portsmouth, very good. And then last weekend, a 4-1 demolition of 
previous league leaders, Ipswich, who have been on fire this season. Now, that speaks volumes for me about Doncaster and how well they're performing this season. Uh, they're beating Charlton as well, 3-1 away. Um, so, yeah, for me, Doncaster in very good form. It's a, it's a good opposition to continue that against, especially at home. So 19-20 to 20 is a good price here. I love this crew side. I love everything about them. Young players. Youth, isn't it? Youth. Yeah, youth academy products. Like this, the crew are right up my alley. Um, yeah. So, yeah, one to keep an eye out for. But I do agree with your, uh, with your weekend tip there in terms of a one-off game. In terms of the next game I'm going to tip, it's a little bit of a stretch. Uh, it's a derby. Oxford-Swindon. No idea what it's called, uh, but I'm pretty sure that these two um, will probably be tweeting us, telling us the name of their derby, if it does have a name. Uh, But Oxford-Swindon is a big rivalry. Both uh, sets of supporters um, really not fans of each other, and the rivalry has been great over the last few years, uh, particularly over the Swindon-Decanio era. That was uh, particularly entertaining. They've got a game at the Kassam this weekend. Oxford, they are the favourites. They're priced up at twenty-one to twenty. Draw five to two. Swindon twelve to five. Get on yellows. Uh, they were pre-season not favourites, but uh, one of the favourites for promotion by any method. It's not been the perfect start. They find themselves in twentieth position, uh, but they're coming up against their old rivals, Swindon, who have lost five in a row, including a loss against Northampton. I just mentioned that Northampton haven't been uh, great recently. That defeat speaks volumes. Oxford have they've been involved in a lot of goals at both ends. Um, I don't expect this to be straightforward because we're you know we're looking at a team pretty much out of form. But I think Oxford's season will turn around. They will finish towards the top of the table, and twenty-one to twenty, I think, is a good price. Yeah, I was looking at that one as well. Um, I'm going to say as well, to add to that, go for both teams to score at three to four. And that is because of this. Oxford United, 17 consecutive games without a clean sheet. Swindon Town, 12 consecutive games without a clean sheet. These two cannot keep the goals out between them for love and the money. So three to four for both teams to score. Um, I really hope that will come in. Mm, nice. I am, I am done in League One. If you have anything to add, no, no more from me. Um, there's a couple of really big fixtures, isn't there? Uh, teams at the top: Hull versus Peterborough, Lincoln versus Ipswich, Sunderland versus Portsmouth. So, lots of teams up there playing each other. So, it's going to be a really interesting weekend. But for betting, we've picked out what there is. I think. Yeah, exactly that. Entertainment level one hundred. Uh, doesn't always trans- transpire into uh, good betting tips. Exactly. Right, League 2 then, I'll get us kicked off with one. Um, a team that is really, really struggling, and we're going to capitalise on that, is Scunthorpe United, uh, currently 23rd in the league, lost four in a row. They go away to Exeter, who are in seventh, unbeaten in the last five, won three, drawn two. Exeter's price, three to five, for Exeter, for Exeter to get the win, so uh, it's not the best by far, but um, 
looking at the contrasting form between the sides. Scunthorpe on a very slippery downward slope. You know, they conceded in the last two, in three of the last two games, uh, conceded four against Forest Green, conceded five against Cambridge, uh, then just the one against Cheltenham. So going away to Exeter, who are in form, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a troubled weekend again for Scunthorpe and it's not going to get any better. Yeah, the I remember the days of them being in the championship, uh, yeah, performing, yeah. performing well above you know the level of club they are, with all due respect, and it seems to have have gone pear shaped over the last couple of years. So sad to see, um, but you know we're we're not here, we're not here to provide sympathy, are we, Tom? We're here for profit. So no, that's exactly right. <laughs> and unfortunately, that is the same. For Bolton Wanderers, again, a team that, you know, in our era, Tom, we grew up with them. Championship at the worst. Uh, UEFA Cup, Anelka, Jorkaev, Campo, all yep. those guys. Aladice's boys. Oh, yeah. Now they are in League Two, uh, preseason favourites for promotion. Tom, we said on our season preview show that that was absolutely ridiculous. Um, we didn't expect them, though, to be 20th after seven games, but they are. <laughs> Ian Everett came out, he questioned the attitude of his players, he questioned their commitment, he questioned whether they wanted to be there, he said that he would get rid of all of the rotten apples, anyone that wasn't pulling in the right direction, he would get rid of them. He patronised opposition clubs by saying that smaller teams are coming to Bolton, they're taking pictures of the stadium, it's the greatest day out in their careers. He completely lost it and was downright patronising, to be honest. Um, This is a manager that has managed in non-league only up until this point. So I think he needs to keep his feet on the ground. I cannot wait for Cambridge to batter them on Saturday. Uh, Cambridge are top of the table. No one fancied that, including us and Bolton. Um, So Cambridge 11-10. to the draws twelve to five. If you fancy uh, Ian Everts, Bolton, they're also twelve to five outsiders. Cambridge, Tom, did you know have the top scorer in Europe? Paul Mullin. I didn't. Paul Mullin <laughs> has ten goals in seven games. Uh, he has started the season like a house on fire. He has matched his 2019-2020 season tally after seven games. So Cambridge wow. for me, eleven to ten, the bet of the weekend. Okay, bet of the weekend and Paul Mullin to get on the score sheet again. Six to four. That's not bad either. Ride that wave. Uh another team who we tipped for, well, a team that we tipped for promotion coming up against a team who the bookies tip for promotion every single season in League Two, it seems like, but always a shit. Mansfield Town, <laughs> Mansfield Town, managed by the Tom Walker anointed worst manager in the football league in Graham Coughlin. He is <laughs> currently below Bolton, below Barrow. We're in twenty second in the league, um, just four points, no wins, four draws, three losses from their opening seven games. So, despite them spending more money every season, despite them changing things on the field, off the field. Um, Bookies pricing them up as one of the favourites for the league again. They once again are really struggling. 
um, in this division. And they go away to a Cheltenham side who, as we predicted, would do very well this season. Seven games in, five wins, two losses, uh, currently in third place, one point off top. So for me, this is a pretty routine Cheltenham victory at 17 to 20. It's a good price. Um, they've got more than enough about them to take advantage of this poor Mansfield side and keep on the misery. Second best bet of the weekend. 100%. Like it. Yeah, Mans- like it. Mansfield are a complete mess. They've invested, invested, invested. They've scouted. They've had a huge player turnaround. They've tried a couple different managerial approaches. I am pretty sure that they are sticking with Graham Coughlin because they whacked him on a gigantic contract that almost mm-hmm. doubled his wages at League One Bristol Rovers. I think they're just desperate yeah. for it to work and they might not be able to afford the compensation. But how far do you go? Because uh, relegation's expensive, put it that way. Yeah, I don't know. They'll probably survive based on how bad like South End are. But yes, yeah. maybe maybe Barrow, but yeah, you know it's uh, yeah exactly. It's bad it, times of field. Yeah, it's pretty desperate, isn't it? That's probably the word that I would use. It's yeah. uh, pretty desperate. Uh, I've got a both teams to score for us, Tom. Go on. Yeah, it's uh, involving two glorious locations in the UK: Grimsby <laughs> against Carlisle. Um, the both teams to score is four to five. I think that's a really good bet. Both are very forward thinking. Obviously, Grimsby being an Ian Holloway side, that kind of grabs the headlines, doesn't it, right away? Um, but Carlisle, uh, they've been uh, in goal scoring mood recently as well. Uh, they've actually scored in every game since the 26th of September. Actually, that's a weird way of putting it because there's a lot of games. In that amount of time, that doesn't sound long at all. Uh, That's actually one, two, three, four, five, six games uh, where they found the back of the net. So, yeah, uh, four to five for that little both teams to score nugget. Nice. Yeah, I like that one. Good stuff. Um, Anything else? Because I don't have any. No, uh, there's nothing else for me. So that moves us on to the bomb-proof trebles. This is the part of the show where me and Tom put all our knowledge, research, gut feeling, etc. into trebles that we back. Uh, so we back our own bets with £10 stakes. And then we recommend that you join us and back our trebles as well. And we all bash the bookies. Uh, we only want you to put on what you can afford to lose though. So please gamble responsibly. Uh, Tom, let's review last week's Barnfield trebles incredibly quickly because it was a dark, dark weekend. Um, We'll start off yeah. with with mine. Uh, so I had uh, Millwall to be Wickham. They did so away from home. They won 2-1. And uh, Tom Walker also promised us goals in Fleetwood against Lincoln. However, it was 0-0. I also promised a Swansea win at home to Huddersfield, and they also lost 2-1. Yeah, not, not great. Um, no. <laughs> we've had better weekends. We uh, have. Mine... Mine wasn't much better. I had Hull to beat Rochdale and they did so 3-0 away. He also had Bournemouth to beat QPR at home and it was 0-0. And finally, I had Bristol City to win away at Barnsley. Um, And this is where, actually, I'm glad that Bournemouth didn't win because Bristol City drew 2-0 with Barnsley but conceded a 102nd-minute equaliser. So that 
would have been absolutely infuriating. Yeah, gut-wrenching. So in a way, <laughs> in a way, I'm glad Bournemouth didn't win. <laughs> yeah, in a way, thanks, Cherries, for being absolutely useless. Uh, yeah. Joint treble, Swansea, Bournemouth, Hull, one out of three. Let's move on. New week, new opportunity. Exactly. Um, so do you want to go first this week? All right, so we've had a couple of these before. Uh, the gr- kind of Grim Reaper treble, um, capitalising on the week, basically. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be predators rather than prey. That's what I'm gonna call the treble, actually. Predators, not prey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're it's an all League Two treble. So we're going Exeter, home to Scunthorpe, three to five. We go in Cheltenham, home to Mansfield, seventeen to twenty, and we go in. You guessed it, Cambridge, eleven to ten against Bolton at home. Ten pounds on sixty-three twenty-six. Yeah, can't argue with that. Prey on them teams that they're doing exactly. badly to. Predators, not prey. <laughs> okay, so for mine, we are going to go for. Southampton versus Everton to be both teams to score priced at eight to thirteen. Millwall to beat Barnsley at twenty-three to twenty, and Doncaster to beat Crewe at nineteen to twenty. And a ten pounds example stake on those returns seventy-one pounds eleven pence. Absolutely love it, love it. That's a Happy big days. return as well. I didn't really expect that. It is. Mm. It's a good return. That good return. Lovely stuff. So let's conduct a joint treble, Tom. Uh, you did slightly better than me, so you can nominate two of yours. Um, sorry, better than me last week. So, yeah, who do you want to take? I'm going to take the both teams to score, Southampton-Everton. Okay. What else? Doncaster. Donny? Yeah. All right. And then from mine, we can go for Cambridge, Cheltenham or Exeter. Mm. You put one forward. Wow. It's going to be better the weekend, isn't it? Right. So I'm going to get that read out for you, Profit Chasers, and then Tom's going to total up how much uh, it can potentially return. Sorry. So the joint treble is Southampton and Everton, both teams to score, 8 to 13. It's Doncaster to beat Crewe at home, 19 to 20. And Cambridge to beat Bolton at home, 11 to 10. An example 10 pound stake would return you 69.45. Lovely. There we go. So, uh, good luck with your uh, good luck with your bets and remember to send us all of your bet slips. Right, so next it's time for fantasy football and this is now sponsored by our friends at Get Shirty for the remainder of the season. Uh, Get Shirty, they provide mystery football kit boxes, so Go online, getshirtyshop.co.uk. You enter FB Pod at the checkout, and you'll get entered into a prize draw to win another mystery box. Um, and what you get in your mystery box is a completely random football kit from could be any league across the world from any year, in really good condition. So I have one today. I've got AVFC from the Brazilian Serie B, who I'd never heard of before. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? You know you don't know who you're going to get and that's part of the surprise um so yeah get yourself over to 
the website fbpod at the checkout and you can win another mystery box completely free. And also, the winner of the fantasy football for this season also gets a mystery box. So as well as the free bet that we have on offer. Yeah, so looking forward to getting my shirt, which should be arriving in the post probably next week. If you want to see what the box is like, check out our social media channels. Tom did an unboxing of his Avi. Avi? Avi? Avi, Avi. Yeah, his his shirt, which is, by the way, an absolutely stunning shirt. So let's have a quick check at the Fantasy Football League, Tom. 201 teams in the league now, all in the hunt for that Get Shirty mystery box and £20 free bet. I am 165th. Whereabouts are you? Uh, I'm currently 59th. I'm really disappointed, actually, because I feel like my captaincy picks are really letting me down. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had last week, I had Son and I had Kane, and I chose Mares as my captain. That was stupid. That was stupid. And if I'd have chosen one of the others, like Son or Kane, I would have got so many more points. What were you doing? Mate, I'm in 165th. I wouldn't do anything like that. I had Kane. <laughs> I, was, I don't really know. I just don't really know. Okay, I, thought well, that's fair Arsenal, I thought Man City Arsenal would have goals in it. But... Yeah, well, so did I in your defence. Um, so we, we have a top 10 uh, right now, so I'm going to go through it. It's my turn to read out the names. <clears throat> I'm going to do it in reverse order. A bit more exciting. Uh, Ross Lang, Tristan Hill, Paul Fraser, Ronan Harrington, Ronan Gormley, Matt Locke Cooper, Jamie Parker, Connell Glyn Martin, David Doherty, Richard Edwards. Thank God for traditional British male names. <laughs> uh, but yeah, right at, right now, our winner of the uh, Get Shirty Mystery Box and £20 free bet, Richard Edwards, he has a three-point lead over David Doherty with his team FC Rico. He's been at the top now for a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah, so uh, if you think you can overthrow him, win yourself a £20 free bet and a free mystery shirt box, then join the league. Uh, I'll put the league code in the podcast show notes in the description and also social media too. Absolutely. So... Make sure you join the Fancy Football League code. And if you want to follow us on social media, as I said at the top of the show, lots of midweek tips at the moment because of all the fixtures. We can't possibly do enough podcasts to uh, keep up with them. So T underscore FB podcast or Facebook.com slash football betting podcast. If you'd like to email us for whatever reason, uh, football betting podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much again to Manscaped and get shirty. And thank you mainly to you, the listeners. Uh, Have yourself a great weekend. Thank you, guys. We'll see you same time again next week.